Welcome, beautiful soul, to an Intuitive Journey podcast. I'm your hostess with the mostess, Amanda Loren, and you have been welcomed into our sacred space for healing, connection, acknowledgement, and initiation into your unique intuitive nature. My intention for you is through each episode to connect deeper with your highest good and feel more ready to be your intuitive expression. Let's begin. Welcome, friends, to another episode with your girl, Amanda Loren. I am excited to be here and not going to lie, having a bit of a laugh about today's topic because, as most intuitives would know, leading up to things that we're going to share or be a part of or energy that we're taking in or readings or anything like that, we often have a bit of an experience around what it actually is. Now, if we were to take a look at the first episode of an intuitive journey podcast, you'll remember that it was about taking the leap, right? So I was I was scared, feeling the feeling the fear around taking the leap because that's what I was talking about. And so here I am about to dive into overthinking and guess what I've been doing today? <laughs> overthinking about this whole episode. We're going to just roll and see what comes out from this. <laughs> Spirit woke me up yesterday and was and gave me the title. I was like, Amanda, this is your new title for your podcast. That's how I work. I just need to be given the overall overarching uh, subject line and I get to just play with that. And I try my best to not get too in my head about it. But, you know, because it's an overthinking episode, it makes sense that me as the intuitive or go through an overthinking process around this. So, you know, embodiment in order to share. <laughs> so overthinking, we all know what that is or what that is like. And I can not count the amount of times I have had someone say to me, I'm an overthinker. I overthink everything. I can't listen to my intuition because I overthink it. I was at my I was at my friend Nicole's house yesterday. She is the uh, owner of Lemurian Creations here in New Zealand, which is an amazing, beautiful crystal business find her on facebook this is not an ad i just wanted to throw that out there because i love her (laughs) i was at her house yesterday and we were talking about overthinking and intuition and that when we ask for guidance we were laughing at the fact that asking for guidance guidance comes in and then we go huh i wonder if that's it i wonder if that's the answer oh spirit can i have clarification on that guidance get the clarification (laughs) And then we go, hmm, are, you sh- are we sure that was right? Or am I just making this up? Like, is this is this for real? Am I actually being told this? And like, wait, wait, just give me one more sign. Gets the sign. Oh, but is that just me? Because I'm hyper fixated on the sign now and <laughs> having a laugh about being human in this reality, asking and trusting or feeling like we're asking and trusting only to then overthink the whole process and still feel just as confused as we did before we asked in the first place so I just think we all go through that right we all go through it in one way or another and it could be down to overthinking what your partner's saying or what's going on there overthinking about your job overthinking about spirit overthinking about purpose overthinking about everything about motherhood fatherhood whatever the case so we all go through that process So what we're going to talk about today is that how it can interfere with intuition and why it is important to navigate our way out of overthinking and into trust. And that being basically the only way that we can really overcome the overthinking mind. So we know now that intuition is something that, or is it ingrained 
energetic mechanism that we have within ourselves and our energy field that connects us to the web of everything. It reads the energy flowing in and out and around us. Your intuition is able to know, read, and access any part of your life at any one time. That is how you can have an insights and knowings of the future and other understandings or feelings or deja vus of the past. Okay, so the overthinking mind steps in here when we try to, I was going to say logicalize, is that even a word? When we try to make logic out of what is ethereal or is of a feeling nature. Because our brain, our beautiful, amazing brains, like to have certainty. Yet, when you're living your spiritual experience through your human experience, your soul and spirit prefers uncertainty. So can you see how we got this catch-22 happening over here? Where your intuition is trying to tell you something, and, but your brain wants to see the proof. Or you just ain't going to believe it. So then we come to the crossroads point where we're like, okay, what do I believe? Do I believe the intuition that has the information and wisdom from all is and all that could be? Or do I sit in this mind, this logical mind that only knows as much as I've given it and the stories that it is telling me? I try and think my way through this. You get to choose. The path here is yours to choose. I would love to tell you that trust and surrender are easy things. I would love to say that. That would just be the best thing. And I know that's what you want to hear. You want to be like, you want me to say, trust and surrender to everything. And me then me say, it's easy. Trust me. But I get, I get it. It's not. Because the mind is constantly searching for that certainty. Which is why we always ask for signs. Which is why we always ask for the external validation to know what really is going on in here. Have you ever gone to make a decision, say, for example, and I'm going to use myself as an example because I'm going through it right now. I am moving to Hamilton soon from Fakatane. Fakatane is like a beautiful place. And from where I sit right here recording, I have the view of nature, of the river, of the ocean right in front of me. It actually seems illogical for me to go and pop myself into Hamilton, which doesn't have this. So no, it doesn't make sense. And I could honestly say the hours, the hours I have spent overthinking this process, wondering if I'm making the right decision, asking for another sign, not trusting my intuition because I think why the fuck would my intuition want me to move away from this place where I am surrounded by the beauty of Papatuanuku, Pachamama, mother earth it seems illogical but this is where that trust and surrender really needs to come in because i know and i feel it deep within me that there is a reason unforeseen to me yet that i need to go to hamilton i actually have to go and put myself in a busy city in order to fulfill the path that i'm calling in for myself there is a whole other aspect of my path that if i was to stay here in fakatane which seems like the logical thing to do 
I am then taking away from myself because opportunities are going to present themselves in grander ways in Hamilton, the place where I resisted to live for so long. (laughs) So then you ask, Amanda, how are you overcoming this overthinking thing? Let me tell you. Firstly, I trust. I have this overwhelming sense that helps me lean more into trusting. It has not been an easy journey. It has not been an easy journey at all. And I'm not even going to try and say that it is. But it's something that I have to continuously remind myself. Just trust, Amanda. Just trust. There is a reason. You're not doing something stupid. You don't need to overthink this process. It just needs to happen the way that it's happening. And I've had plenty of signs, like my daughter getting into the school that I wanted her to get into, which is a school that has a wait list. And she got in smooth sailing. I have been given visions of some things that I need to do over there, which excite me. I have been given other ways to connect with nature that I would not have thought of before or not even given a second thought because I'm like, no way. I'm moving into the suburbs. Like, why would I do that and move away from nature? But here's the thing with that. What our overthinking mind tries to do is pull us away from our own inner certainty because it is uncertain. So just because you can't think your way through something doesn't mean that it isn't real for you. What your mind can perceive as danger and uncertainty, your heart can perceive as this is exactly where I need to be. The heart isn't looking for signs. The heart isn't looking for certainty within the proof on the outside world. That is a mind thing. So as long as you follow what your heart is telling you to do, you can't fuck that up. Your heart is a direct link to your intuition. So that's when you get to ask yourself, what am I actually feeling within my heart as opposed to what is my mind trying to tell me? Now, if you're coming at me like, but Amanda, I feel nothing in my heart because my brain doesn't shut up. That is when I would ask you, what are your thoughts? Are they serving you? Are they the same thoughts from yesterday? Are they repeating patterns of the past? What is coming at you in your mind that is creating this overthinking pattern? Where is it coming from? What is the truth behind it? Because we think the same thoughts as yesterday. There are are like numbers and statistics, but essentially you just need to know that most of your thoughts are the same thoughts that you had yesterday. So if that was the same thoughts from yesterday and you're in the same position as yesterday, doesn't it make sense? that in order to be certain around decisions and not overthink them, that you're going to need different thoughts, that you're going to need to step into that trust, things are going to need to change. There have been so many times that I have pulled myself out of amazing opportunities with spirit and in person because of this overthinking mind, thinking that I need I need another sign or it has to be obvious or that the first sign that I got or the first indication that something isn't right means that I have to stop. Case in point, Back to my conversation yesterday with my friend, Nicole, we were talking about how yesterday I was trying to find reasons to not go over. Not because I didn't want to see her, but because I was being fucking lazy. Let's be real. So leading up to that, this is how I sabotage. I get lazy and I find things or reasons to not do things so I don't have to do them. Essentially, 95% of the time, my reasons for not doing things are not actually true. It's just me trying to find any sort of evidence to prove that I don't have to do it. Now, I'm not a lazy person exactly. I've just become too much of a homebody, I think, sometimes. And so leaving the house is such a big effort for me. I really want to do these things. I want to go out there and be around people. I want to have different experiences. But I, thanks to a previous relationship when I was in Australia, I became a bit of a recluse because of the beliefs and everything that my partner at the time was 
putting into my head. I was really believing in what he was telling me. I was drinking the Kool-Aid, I tell you. So now I'm still working through three, four years later, five years later, I'm still working through the reasons as to why I can't leave the house. And I will say every time I have to, apart from going to the supermarket or taking my kids to school or picking her up, there is always something in my head that goes, can we have an excuse to stay home? Like traveling to Hamilton to go and stay with my mom. Can we have an excuse to stay home? Going to see my friends in town for, for breakfast. Is there an excuse for us to stay home? So this is nothing against people. Nothing against the people I'm going to hang out with or see or anything. They're amazing and I love them so much. But it's simply because I became that person. I'm having an overthinking moment telling you about why I feel safe, safer to be at home than actually talk about what we're trying to talk about here. So back to my story. Back to Nicole's. We're going back to Nicole's house. And I was telling her about how leading up to Sunday, yesterday was Sunday, well, I was in resistance and trying to find reasons to not go. So on Saturday, she messaged me and she was like, it's cloudy, it's... You know, the weather's turning a little bit. Do you still want to come over? I will honestly admit, and I told this to her as well, for a split second, maybe three, I thought about saying, nah, nah, I won't go. I won't go. Look, the weather, the weather. The weather's a really good reason for me to not go to her house. Do you know why? I was receiving an, a massage from her, which I, I knew my body needed. And I was also giving her a reading in exchange. I had a moment to step out of my comfort zone and into experiencing a moment in time with another like-minded bird human who was also in a much more of an alignment to my path than I realized. And then yesterday I found this out. So naturally, the resistance, the beliefs of my recluse days, the beliefs around what my ex would tell me came up. All of these certain things came up for me around this. And this was me overthinking it. This is me overthinking my greatness. Overthinking is closely related to resistance. Now, it's not the only thing, you know, you can overthink without being in resistance as well, but it's closely related to resistance. So when you are in your overthinking mind, if your intuition is saying, Janice, please go and do this thing with this person because it's going to put you on the map for your purpose. And then we're going to be able to use your vessel as a work of God and you'll be able to change the world. I don't know who Janice is, by the way, a name that came to mind. If you are Janice, hello, thank you for letting me use your name. Janice is then going to have two options. One, trust in whatever is coming forward for her and follow that path, take that step, one step at a time, even though it's uncertain, even though she doesn't know how, she doesn't know how God is going to use her vessel for greatness and how she's going to change the world. She doesn't know who is even going to be there. She doesn't know the people, the community, maybe even the modality. Maybe it's even down to that. It's scary and terrifying because it's something new. So the overthinking mind is going to step right in and be like, you know what? The forecast says that it's going to be windy tomorrow. I probably shouldn't drive. Okay, no, that means I'm not going. Oh, you know, I need to pay this really big bill on Thursday. I may not have enough money for petrol. Oh, there's no way. There's no way I could ask my mum to babysit my kids so I can go and do this thing. What if I get asked to do another shift at work? I'm going to have to say no. Now, this has taken me back to a time when <laughs> at the beginning of the year, I had this retreat, right? I did a coaching program last year with Kayla Anderson as a part of the coaching program. There was a retreat and it was a Valentine's Day retreat at the beginning of this year and it was going to be amazing. The wind was crazy and boy, did I take that. <laughs> I, I was riding that resistance train all the way to the station. So Grant said I could have actually believed the truth in that because the wind was fierce and my car is 
is little and light. So I was like, oh my God, if I get in the car and drive to Waihee, the car is going to be picked up in a tornado and I'm going to die. Okay, so overthinking went into full gear, resistance, the works, and I decided, right, I'm not going. I'm not going. I may have paid money to be there and all those sort of things. The ladies that are going to be there are amazing, but I can't go because the weather is just saying no. There were people traveling from Auckland. There were people traveling from other places in New Zealand. There really was no excuse. So, of course, I put in the group, sorry, ladies, I can't come. The weather's not on our side. I just I just don't feel safe doing that. Thankfully, another one of the ladies was like, girl, get your ass in the car. She didn't say it like this, but this is how I'm taking it because it's quite funny when I look back at it. Get your ass in the car. Come to my house. We'll carpool because she lives in Pukahina, which is like half an hour, 45 minutes from She's like, I will take you the rest of the way. Stop being a baby. <laughs> so that was me and my resistance. That was the overthinking brain coming in and going, Oh no, excuse, 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 excuse. Along with those excuses comes, I'm not good enough. What if these ladies don't like me? What if I say something wrong? What if I'm not pretty enough? What if I have a shit time? What if this, what if that? All of these excuses. There would have been a time in your life when you have felt that, where when your intuition puts you on a path and all you could think of is reasons to not go. Are you sure that I should do this? Are you sure that this person is going to like me? What if I wear the wrong thing? What if I, what if my voice cracks? What if I can't do this? I can't count on my hands how many times I have been in this situation. So I can only imagine how many times you have been in this situation as well, especially as we're stepping into a more conscious world and a more evolved place where we really want to step into our greatness and to really serve the world. The overthinking mind is going to come in full fucking force to try and prove to you that your resistance is real. Sis, it ain't real, okay? Your dog is not going to be abducted by aliens in a red ship if you leave the house, okay? Yes, bad things happen. I'm definitely not trying to discredit the fact that Bad shit does happen. But that does not mean that you put your life on hold because of the 1% chance of that happening. When you're overthinking, that is a great invitation for you to look at yourself and go, where am I in resistance? What about this situation is actually going to give me the biggest expansion? It's okay to be scared. It's okay to be afraid. But fear and excitement are actually the same thing. They create the same emotions, the same bodily responses. There's no difference between fear and excitement, except what we place upon it. I love that, what's the saying? Fear or nerves, fear and nerves are excitement without the breath. So if you notice, when you start to get fearful, when your overthinking mind starts to kick in, you'll breathe shallowly. Like, <laughs> you won't be giving yourself the depth of breath. But if you give yourself moments of breathing deeply into this fear, setting an intention to switch that fear into excitement, using your breath, you will see that it's actually the same thing, just missing. So let's go into a really common example. You want to start your business and you have been watching people kill it for ages, what is naturally going to happen is that you are going to think you are not good enough because you are too busy watching everybody else do their thing and be in their greatness. So then your overthinking mind or the moments, let's actually, you know what? Okay, we're going to change this for a second. We're not going to call it an overthinking mind anymore because your mind is your mind. The overthinking part is something that you allow it to do. So when you are allowing your mind to go into an overthinking state, you are going to feel and experience things that, that say that you are not good enough, that you're stupid. How dare you try and do that? Imposter syndrome things, you know, feeling like you are faking it or that you're going to deceive people or feeling untrustworthy and out of integrity. And that is not the case. The only reason you feel that is because doing something like this is outside of your comfort zone. It's outside of the comfort zone. 
the comfort bubble. So your overthinking mind is only keeping you in that place of wanting to stay comfortable in your known world. Anything you do outside of that known world that's going to create any kind of uncertainty in your mind is going to create resistance and overthinking, which is going to then perpetuate in I'm not good enough to do this. Nobody's going to want to buy from me. Nobody's going to want to hear me and see me and all these sorts of things. Been there, done that, sis. Here I am. I have the t-shirts. I have been there with you. But this is when you get to make your choice. Are you going to let your overthinking state pull you down into your bullshit? Or are you going to see it for what it is? An invitation to step into your greatness. Recently, one of my dear friends, Lane, she said something on a masterclass that we were doing that really stood out to me. I'm going to paraphrase it because I can't remember the words exactly. She couldn't understand why all of these amazing people could boost each other up and know that each other is amazing and be like, you no, you're amazing, you're amazing, amazing. But then see themselves as not. We are mirrors, guys. If you are seeing amazingness in somebody, it's because you have it too. Otherwise, you can't see it. It's like when you see judgment in someone. If you, if you notice someone's been judgmental or gossipy, this might be a little bit of a hard pill to swallow, but the reason why you see it is because it's in you. Because you judge yourself or you judge other people or you maybe are a little bit gossipy sometimes. We can't see what we don't have because then it can't manifest if we don't know what it is. So if your greatness is being reflected in someone else, that's a perfect sign for you to then take it and realize that you are good enough, that you do know what you're doing, that you are being called to something more than just what you, what your safety is trying to tell you, that you can trust your intuition as you step into that, that you can have faith in yourself, that you can build a community, that people do want to hear what you have to say, that people do want to buy what it is that's on your heart that you want to sell to the world. We need you, girl. We need you. Oh, guy, sorry. <laughs> Shouldn't go gendering anyone. We need you. There is not one person in this world that is here to do nothing. Not one. Even if you're purpose is to be the best person on the drive-thru at mcdonald's that is a purpose and that is okay your greatness can be seen no matter how you choose to express it but your greatness is only something that you can shine yourself that you need to believe in in order to feel fulfilled through that i have so many people tell me about my voice amanda you have a great singing voice amanda i could listen to you talk all day Amanda, you should do meditations. Do you know how long it took me to finally step up and to do these things where I actually speak to you guys? A long time. I could not stand the sound of my own voice. I had to fall in love with the sound of my own voice in order to be here. And it took a long time. And there are moments where I still don't want to hear myself. But it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. It doesn't mean that my voice shouldn't be heard because... I have issues with hearing it sometimes. A spirit is calling you to be more of you through whatever way that is, then listen and do it. Why is it? Okay, here's a question for all of us. Why is it that the best parts of us, the best qualities that we have, the things that make our heart shine, the things that just align us with the biggest, most distant life that we could ever ask for, the things that we're good at, our talents, everything. Why is it that those are the things that we shun the most and yet we pour so much like effort into thinking that these things, our ingrained gifts, our uniqueness, are annoying, are too much, aren't good enough, all of these bullshit things. Why is that? Why? Like, obviously, I get it. It literally annoys the shit out of me. Because I see greatness in every one of you. You can be like, Amanda, have you ever seen me before? But trust me, when I get the opportunity to, I will see your greatness. 
So don't you come stand next to me and be like, Amanda, I'm not worthy of anything because I will call you out. That is not true. Nobody here is here to do nothing with what they are good at. Maybe being the world's happiest. Oh, okay. I've got to tell you. I have to tell you. Like I stopped myself because I have to tell you. So Anfakatane came up. There is this one dude. Um, I think his name is Watamu. Shout out to Watamu. Whenever he is there at the door, he is the most happiest person happiest person that you see i don't know what his talents are i don't know if he's even happy exactly he just shines so bright every single time i see him he's just so happy to see everybody walking in the door and i'm like that is a man that's living in his greatness even just working in a clothing store or a department store i get so excited i'm like oh my gosh yeah he's here <laughs> i feel so good about walking into kmart <laughs> so shout out to shout out to him and it can be, it does, you don't have to be on stages. You don't have to be a millionaire. You don't have to be a coach. You don't have to be a medium. You, how you express it doesn't matter. It's you hopping into that and expressing your greatness no matter what it is. You could be the happiest barista at a cafe. And it's just the fact that you love listening to people. You love making like making their day good because people love coffee. But that's all it needs to be. I also know someone here in Fakatane who is an amazing, amazing person in hospitality. Like you can tell that he is made for hospitality. Me personally, I get bored of the job, but that's just me. There's nothing wrong with being a barista at all. It is it serves a purpose and I I do enjoy doing that. I just get bored of it after a little while. But he, honestly, shout out to Andy, is like you just know he loves that. He loves it. His purpose is within hospitality. He doesn't want the stages. He doesn't want the big house. He doesn't want the money. He just wants to show up every day to talk to the people that know him, to talk to new people and just give them a really good experience and make their day happier. How is it not the best thing in the world? Stepping into your greatness and just realizing that all you really need to do in life is be you and share that and by sharing that you get to make someone's day or make them see that life is actually not so hard or not so bad or not so this or not so that they really get to just experience happiness and joy because they got to meet you even for a moment in time how freaking cool is that so now think about all those times that you have gone into your overthinking mind no judgment whatsoever by the way if you go into every single time that you're going that you overthink including now and moving forward every time you stop yourself because your overthinking is trying to trying to find justification within your resistance every single person that you don't get to have an impact on because you were too busy feeling scared within yourself to even put yourself out there like i have no idea how this podcast is impacting you guys no one could be listening i do know there is people listening but it doesn't mean that i'm impacting you guys but the fact is i'm leaving the opportunity open to have somebody hear this and go yes I needed to hear that today. So don't worry about the outcomes. Don't worry if you're going to make money. Don't worry about, oh my gosh, I need to impact thousands of people. No, the goal is to make one person smile. That's, that's my goal. That's how I see it. Make one person smile or, or impact one person's day. And then you've done your job. Even if that person is you, imagine your greatness shining back at yourself and you inspire you. It happens. I've inspired myself. I have. In all honesty, I have inspired myself sometimes. And maybe that was all I needed was to inspire me. But I wouldn't have done that if I had kept my greatness within and sat within my overthinking. So overthinking does have its place. It's the invitation. It is the recognition and the acknowledgement that you are about to step into more. And by choosing to follow your intuition and your heart's desire over the safety of the mind trying to keep you where you are, your greatness gets to shine and you get to do something that is going to impact many lives, one life, 
two lives you but it's you living out that desire living out that inspiration living out that uniqueness and that boldness that you are so release it release that overthinking acknowledge it when it comes up don't try and don't try and push it down because that's just that doesn't help acknowledge it when it comes around but have the conscious awareness to know that it actually is just a safety mechanism and that it's probably telling you lies start to learn what resistance feels like within you when your heart is pulling you one way and you're trying to hold yourself back because your mind isn't telling you that it's safe, you're in overthinking, you are in resistance and you need to stop that. Allow that acknowledgement to surpass. Allow yourself to see the truth within yourself. So watch your moods, watch your emotions. Emotions can't always tell you the truth. Now this is coming from an emotional authority person, okay? Emotions can't always tell you the truth. So don't, don't always trust them because sometimes they're not even yours. So don't go making decisions from emotions that one, are not even yours, or two, aren't even true. So start to learn yourself. Start to learn how your body reacts. Start to learn what it feels like to push through those boundaries. Start to understand why you hermit after making something vulnerable. The more aware you become of yourself and how you feel in these moments and how they manifest for you, the easier it is going to be to recognize when you are either in intuition or you are overthinking. Let me just end on this here. Intuition will never take you to something that is bad, quote unquote bad. You will never be asked to do something that is going to harm you or anybody else. Now that's not to say that your intuition is not telling you to break up with that person. You're not harming them. There may be hurt involved, but you're not harming them. When your mind tries to tell you that the weather is bad, so don't go, Things do happen. I'm not going to say that things don't happen in the weather. But if you if you take a good look at what it is you were going to, and then you were trying to say, like say it's, a, say it's like a healing or a festival or it's a community meetup or something like that, and then you try and say that your intuition is telling you not to go because it's windy and you're feeling tension within your body, yet you're mistaking for an intuitive hit, I would be calling bullshit because essentially you're being invited to step into a place of growth and growth is always going to be met with resistance and reasons to not go there and not do it so becoming more aware of how you react in these moments how your emotions are controlled if you are a person who has control of your emotions or maybe you're a person that just your emotions have control over you that there needs to be looked at in order for you to make the discerning decisions around whether your intuition is speaking to you or you are just overthinking it but thank you so much for being here in this episode. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love to hear how it actually works for you, how your resistance comes up, how you actually overthink things. Because, I mean, my overthinking state could look totally different to your overthinking state. And there's nothing wrong with that. You're definitely not here to look like me or be like me or do things like me. And the same for me and towards you. So I would love for you to share with me DM me on Instagram. My handle has changed. Actually, my whole account has changed. I have a whole new Instagram account at Amanda Lauren Intuitive on Instagram. Feel free to jump over there with and come and hang with me. Come and be a part of the journey there. I'm starting a whole new journey that I'm really, really excited about. And feel free to start a conversation with me about how it has landed for you. So thank you for being here with me. The intuitive in me honors the intuitive in you. And remember, we all have wisdom to share. Peace out. You've been listening to an Intuitive Journey podcast with Amanda Loren. Thank you for tuning in. See you next time.